Hey everyone, this is Rick Mercer with the Town of Garner, and we're back with another episode of uh, our podcast that we call Garner Station, and today we are on the campus of South Garner High School, and we are with uh, Principal Roderick Brewington, and we're going to chat with him and learn more about this school that's become already an important part of our community, um, and uh, see where it's headed. So uh, thank you for joining us, Principal. We, we very much appreciate it. We know principals at high schools are extremely busy, um, and we know that you're doing a great job here and appreciate that. Um, so let's just start by having you tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, your, your, your career background, and your professional journey that brought you here to, to South Garner High. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm really excited for this opportunity to talk a little bit about myself, but more importantly, South Garner High School. Um, I have been a professional educator my entire adult life. Um, in a nutshell, I, I finished college when I was 22 in, in May, and by August I was a teacher. And so I taught high, um, high school, um, business education specifically, um, which is, you know, like accounting or office process, Microsoft Office process, Word processing, that type of thing, PowerPoint. Um, computer design, those types of things, for 15 years, um, two in Virginia, the first two in Virginia, followed by... Where um, Virginia? Martinsville. Okay. I was in Martinsville, and so that's when I started my career, and after two years, I came to Wake County, and I've been in Wake County ever since. I did 13 more years as a teacher and a coach um, in different schools in Wake County, um, always business teacher, and I coached basketball and soccer. And so um, um, after I coached and taught for 15 years, um, after about the 15th year, I wanted to do something different. I went back to grad school, um, UNC Chapel Hill, got my MSA, Master's in School Administration, and I started being an assistant principal. And I was an assistant principal at Enlo High School. Oh, yeah. And then followed by being a principal at Longview School. Um, it's a public Wake County Public School, alternative school, um, actually near Enloe High School. And after being a principal there, I found myself here at South Corner High School. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so you, you learned that you're going to be at the helm of a, of a brand new high school and only the second one here. And you knew, of course, yeah. Garner Magnet has a long history and tradition. And, and um, that, you know, was that, was that, did that seem daunting to you? And in what ways? So, um, when I was told that I was going to be fortunate enough to get a position, it was um, happiness and elation, and then like, oh my gosh, at the same time, right? So it was like, ooh, and in Garner, um, I'm very fortunate in that I spent a couple years as a business teacher and coach at Garner Magnet High School, Garner Senior, um, before South Garner even was on the map. And so um, that was in 2006 and seven. I was at Garner High School. So I had a wonderful opportunity to get a chance to see the Trojans up close, the Trojan family, the town of Garner, the pride, the love. And like I said, that time, um, you know, there was no talk of either another school. I went on to go do some other things. So when I had a chance to go back, I was like, wow, you know, Garner, I get to go back. So. I was excited, but I also knew that this town bleeds blue and gold. So <laughs> it does, it does, and even even the town government, you know, we adopted that yeah. color palette. You know, it's kind of hard to get away from. Yeah, 
yeah. um, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, and, and your relationship with the community because yeah. you, you're doing great yeah. things already. Um, what, what was it coming back to your decision to become a, a teacher and administrator and lifelong educator? What, you know, what was it? Was there something that really drove you? Were there people who influenced you? That's a great question. Um, believe it or not, you know, I went to school, and probably like so many people who go to college, um, I went to A&T University in Greensboro. And like so many young people, you don't really know what you want to do. And so I went to school, and my freshman, sophomore year, I was like a business management major. And after two years, I thought, I haven't really had a real good job. I don't know who's going to let me manage their business. And so I started to think, well, what is it you love to do that you'd be happy doing? And since you've got two years of business under your belt, you wouldn't have to spend in it, in that much more time in school. And so somebody said, well, you love young people. like Because I was doing a little bit of coaching, um, even as a college student. I had coached in high school a little bit, believe it or not, a little bit in college. So somebody said, well, what do you think about going work with young people at a school? And I said, that's cool. I said, well, what can I do? I've got two years of business under my belt. They said, well, be a business teacher. I said, hey, I like it. It'll get me out of school in a timely fashion, and I can do something I love. So I ended up going into teaching. And um, like I said, I saw a job opening. I was in Greensboro at the time, finishing up at A&T. And I saw a job opening across the border in Martinsville. And I thought I'd apply, and I had a great interview, and they offered me a position. And I went up there, and I was a teacher and the head soccer coach um, <laughs> day one. And it's a fall sport, and next thing you know, I'm teaching and coaching, and I'm 22, and the players are 18, and, and we're, we're getting it on. And lovely, lovely time, lovely area, beautiful kids, great people, great relationships. And it just started me on a journey where I, I'm still passionate about working with young people, helping them make good choices, um, helping them navigate some of the problems and things of life. And um, sports are a huge part of that, and so is academics. And so that's kind of been my career is working with molding young people, helping them make right choices, helping them make the pathways they want. So introduce us to South Garner High for people who don't know about it. Talk, you know, uh, student body population, kind of are there, are there special um, curriculum features or programs that, that maybe this high school offers, other schools yeah. don't offer in Wake County? Oh, I would love to. South Garner High School, for anyone who doesn't know, is located um, near White Oak Shopping Center in Garner, um, near Highway 50. Um, it's a beautiful facility. If you ever get a chance, please come out and see us. You're going to first be blown away with how gorgeous the facilities look um, when you first pull up. Um, the school was borrowed by Garner Magnet High School for the first two years. Um, 2016, 17, 17, 18, as Garner Senior was being renovated. And so they borrowed it. And then um, after they left and went back, that's when we took over in 2018. Uh, we took over our first school year. It was 18, 19 school year, so last August. We opened up, as all high schools do in Wake County, with only freshmen and sophomores. So we had about 730 um, freshmen and sophomores, mo mostly sub freshmen, about 500 freshmen, about 230 sophomores. Uh, we're a traditional school, so our calendar's pretty traditional. We start in late August and we go till um, the early part of June. We're a four by four, which means you take four classes in the fall and then you take four different classes in the spring. So very much like uh, college would do. Um, <clears throat> we offer 
at South Garner, we have some things that I think make us unique. Uh, first of all, I love our color schemes. We're the, we're the Titans. And so, um, as you can see, that's the color schemes in this room. We're purple and platinum. Mm -hmm. And um, we think that's a really dynamic color. We're the Titans. And we think that's an amazing mascot. Um, something that's important to us, we tout here a couple of things. First of all, our motto, which is excellence on purpose through effort. And so if you were to visit the school, you'll see that posted all around the school. We, tr we strive to be excellent on purpose, and we know it's going to take a lot of effort. Yeah. And so those are important to us. We tout our three A's, um, academics, arts, and athletics. And we believe that those three pathways will lead you to where you want to go. Um, we also, if you walk around school, you'll see signs all over the place that say, which E are you? That's E as in egg. And that E means, um, stands for being an entrepreneur, being enlisted in the military, being employed, or being enrolled. And so all around our school, we ask constantly, which E will you be? Because we want our students to decide now, even at a young age, where will you go when you finish here at South Garner? Yeah. At South Garner, you will graduate. We will give you all the tools. We will work with you. We'll make sure you graduate. But then what? And so those four E's help bridge um, our current students to their future. And so we're super excited about that. And um, we think our focus on tangible outcomes, students post high school careers, um, take us to the top of the pack of what high schools are doing in Wake County. Here, let's talk, go back to the three A's if, if you don't mind. So, so academics, mm -hmm. are there special programs or, or curricula that you would, um, that you would tout? So I think um, one facility modification we have at South Garner that's unique to high school schools, we have a culinary kitchen and a culinary program that is state-of-the-art. You know, if you were to visit our culinary facility, you would just see a commercial-grade, high-quality stainless steel environment that our students take foods one or intro to culinary, which leads to a career pathway in the culinary field. And our culinary facility is state-of-the-art. So I really do love and admire that design of the school. We have, they do cook meals for us and they do a wonderful job. Just like the, being a young school, we have young cooks. Mm -hmm. So um, they're growing, <laughs> but in the future, we'll expand to some, some more complex meals. But right now they're doing a great job. Um, <clears throat> I think something else that sets South Garner apart academically to your question is we have what is gaining a lot of momentum, I'm hearing different individuals outside of our school speak about it. We have what we call the 10 core practices, and they're specific for each of our learning environments. So the 10 core practices um, set us apart because each and every one of our classrooms feature these core 10 practices. So we all greet our students at the door. So in between every bell change, we start with relationships, and all of our teachers are out, all of our staff members are out, in between every class change, we greet at the door. That is core practice number one. When you walk in the classroom, you're gonna see an agenda board up that has all the outlines for today. Learning goals, today's date, what the assignment's gonna be, what homework's upcoming, test, 
all our agenda, board, agenda boards in each classroom are normed so that people visiting, students are all clear on what's going to happen. And so we have 10 of those types of practices, up-to-date interactive websites, uh, student-teacher conferences, parent communication, um, clean and crisp and friendly environments. And so we spend an inordinate amount of time ensuring that each and every one of our staff members, especially our teachers, uh, maintain those core practices. What that's done is created a very rigorous and learning environment and very productive, lots of time on task, lots of aware parents and students. And so I'm very excited about what we've done thus far in the classroom to ensure that our students are on the highest academic pathway possible. And the, the, the other two A's are the arts and academics. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, the arts and athletics. Um, and we talked a little bit before we went on air about athletics. It's been <laughs> kind of thrown into the, the yeah, fire. Yeah. Um, but talk a little bit about arts and, and, and athletics here and um, how they, you know, the yeah. way they, they develop character, Absolutely. teamwork, collaboration, all those skills that are important. So, you know, I love academics. It's, it's the root of what we do. But you learn so much from arts and athletics. Um, I'm super proud of our arts department. We feature five teachers in our art departments. We have uh, visual arts, band, chorus, dance, what I forget, B dance, chorus, band, visual arts. Drama? Drama, I'm sorry. I love our drama department. And so um, they work they do a great job of working together. Um, we're going to do a musical. They're going to all collaborate. They all work together when the chorus performs. All the other programs jump in. When the dance team performs, they all jump in. Arts provide students with an opportunity to express themselves, to learn life lessons, to become teammates, to learn to work in a unit. And I am super proud of our arts department, all the teachers, all the students who are willing to step out on a limb so to speak and sing in front of people dance in front of people put their paintings up um, our band we got a marching band this year um, there are beautiful wonderful costumes uh, wonderful uniforms and i'm just super proud of our arts department cool that's the arts and then athletics i know athletics is a challenge because you were yeah. thrown in the 4a and and like you say you start the school out with 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 ninth and tenth graders and of course they be ordinarily jv yeah. probably players on on, at most schools, but so you want to talk a little yeah, bit about absolutely. that? Yeah, um, absolutely. Again, just like our arts department, I'm super proud of all of our coaches. Our athletic director, Richard Young, has done a, a phenomenal job of building a program that is going to be respectable, that we do things the right way with integrity. Again, athletics provide a, a plethora of lifelong lessons um, that will last forever. We field it just about every sport that any other school would do, unfortunately, or the challenge, I would say, is we fielded 4A, the highest level of North Carolina sports teams, played varsity with 730 students. Yeah. And so we were the size of a 1A school playing 4A. But I could not be more proud of the effort that our coaches and kids put forth each and every game, each and every match. We played volleyball, basketball, baseball, softball, tennis, golf, swimming, and all with a handful of students. 
I think what's really exciting is the growth I've seen from last year when we had 730 some odd students to this year where we're over 1,200. And to see the incoming freshman class come in, boost our arts, our athletics, our academics, it's been exciting. But we've, we've, get, we've gotten more wins this year um, than we did last year. We're more competitive. We're a little bigger, a little faster, a little stronger. And so I'm super excited. Garner itself has a huge tradition in sports. And being a Garner school, we know we're going to be great as well. I'm sure you'll get there, but like you say, you, there's a school just down the street with a pretty good tradition <laughs> in a lot of sports, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the, the school. You know, you're, um, there, there are kind of two things going on in Garner. One, you know, you, for a long time we were that one high school mm -hmm. town and a, a strong family and tradition around it. Uh, and now suddenly so you're the, the new kids on the block. Um, and also you're, you happen to be here serving an area and located in an area that's growing very fast. Kind of what? What are the challenges of being in that kind of community with both the tradition and the rapid change at the same time? It's really like drinking out of a fire hose. I mean, it's a lot coming at you real fast. We work really diligent here to balance the two. We know we have a lot of proud um, people from Garner who've been here for years, and there's only been one high school. The school dates back years, a lot of success. We want to respect that, and we honor that, and uh, we never disrespect any of the traditions or awesome things that have happened. Um, however, we were tasked with doing something new, and so just to kind of tell a little story, that one of the first things that happened when we opened up the school was we put on Twitter, what should our mascot be? Help us out. And I remember a very inter interesting tweet where somebody said, please be the Trojans, keep with tradition. And I said, hey, I can't do that. Like, we can't, we got to switch up. Like, we're a different school. And so um, that showed the proudness. Um, we, where feeder schools are North Garner Middle, they're the Trojans. East Garner Middle, they're the Trojans. Um, so we get a lot of nightbirds coming in with blue and gold Trojan shirts on. And so we quickly have to try to get them to get some purple and platinum gear and tell them, hey, you're tight now. Meanwhile, like you said, a lot of rapid growth. So I meet people all the time when I'm out and about in the community who have been gone for years. And then I run into people who just moved here, um, people from different parts of the state, different parts of the country who are moving in and don't know about some of that tradition. And so we're trying to bridge that gap and um, be innovative and new with um, the change, keep up with it. There's rapid growth. Um, we, we have... Uh, I'm um, sorry, it threw me off. Uh, rapid growth, rapid change, the area's blowing up, and we're trying to keep up with that. So um, it's been great to try to bridge it and respect the old but embrace the new. Yeah. What's the uh, eventual, what's the capacity for the school? 2,400. 20, oh, so yeah, have, so we'll, to, yeah we'll, we'll, be, we'll grow. We have um, four buildings, A, yeah. B, C, and D, and um, there are four connected buildings. Yeah. We kind of each unique. But building C and D are three stories, and so we we got space, mm -hmm. and so we'll be at twenty four hundred at some point. How about building the those connections with the community? You know, with parents, with maybe local businesses and others. Has that that is one of the big things about Garner Magnet High is you know the the Trojan Club. I guess mm -hmm. I call them the Trojan Club, mm -hmm. and and the support from businesses yeah. throughout the years. Are you? Uh, how's that going? Um, it was slow at first. 
Um, I went to a lot of meetings on purpose, um, chamber of commerce, um, business meetings, you know, you name it. I went to try to keep up and to introduce us to the town. And some people didn't even know a school was over here. They're like, wait a minute, wait, you're not Garner? Like, we're Southern Garner, we're South Garner, you know? And they're like, wait. And so it was slow at first, but it's picked up steam quickly. Just like I knew they would, the Garner community is awesome, and they've begun to embrace us and see us as another viable, awesome part of the town, awesome part of the community. And so we have the Titan Booster Club, which I couldn't be more proud of. It's a great group of hard workers. It's a small group, but they're really hard working. And without them, our athletics wouldn't be where they are. Um, school systems only provide a school with an X amount of dollars to run your athletic program. So you need a strong booster club. We have the Titan Booster Club. We have our arts department booster club that work diligently to ensure that we have a strong arts department. We have a PTSA that we're really proud of. And I could not be more proud of Mr. Walker, our career development coordinator. He runs our business alliance. And each month we have a business alliance meeting and we have a very active group of business people who come, support our school, help us with internships, job shadowing, advice, um, um, resume development, those types of things. And so we are really becoming an intricate part of the community and we're really proud of that. And uh, recently, uh, we're recording this sort of late October. Recently, we just had a, y'all had a, a the Greatness of Garner event. Yeah. And it was, uh, of course, coincided with the first uh, head-to-head matchup yeah, yeah. on the football field with <laughs> Garner Magnet, right? Yes, sir. H- how'd that go? It was awesome. Um, greatness of Garner was a, a collaborative event by um, the 12 Garner schools. So there are... Yeah, there, there's eight yeah. elementaries, yeah. two middles, and now two high schools. So 12 schools came together. Um, there's an excellent, amazing group called the Garner Education Foundation. Yes. And I got introduced to them last year when I became part of the community. And their sole purpose is to help the Garner schools be great. So I was so impressed when I would go to the meetings and be a part of it. They would fundraise and just work hard to take money, funds, resources, and push those out to the schools. So we collaborated the schools and said, hey, how can we help the organization that's helping us? And so the 12 schools came together. We put on an event called The Greatness of Garner. Like you said, it coincided with the first ever uh, Garner Trojans versus the South Garner Titans high school varsity football game. And we invited all the schools out. We had a carnival bounce houses, face painting, vendors, music, food, um, all leading up to the game. And we sold shirts and did raffle tickets and uh, face painting was a small fee and riding a bouncy house was a small fee with all those funds going to the Garner Education Foundation. And it was an awesome opportunity to have the whole town out. And this was just the first year, and we're looking to do it annually. Um, South Garner, and then Garner Magnet, and then South Garner. And our goal and dream is that eventually the whole town comes out. We all celebrate. We all um, acknowledge the awesomeness of Garner, the town, the schools. And then we end in a football game. And so we think it's going to be great. 
And we, are we going to talk about the outcome of that football well, game? Or? I tell you, the event was awesome. <laughs> Everybody had a great time. Um, it was a really close football game. Uh-huh. Garner slipped away at the end and won 42-6. to six. They kind of pulled away late. But we don't really want to get into the specifics. Um, they didn't a, run the score <laughs> up on you. No, they were very, very good sportsmen. And uh, sportsmanship was good. And they just edged us 42-6. to six. But it was close. <laughs> Um, so you, you knew you did know a little bit about Garner before mm-hmm. before being assigned as, as principal here because like you say you worked at Garner Magnet. Um, I mean, what do you think are the are some of the characteristics that you know I think that make Garner well that make Garner great uh, and you know unique? Yeah. Um, I think picking the color blue for blue and gold. I think the blue is very important for, to describe Garner because they're very blue collar people here, hardworking. Um, and I mean this as a compliment, old-fashioned, just some of the good old-fashioned traditions, characteristics of people that you, you work hard and you receive the benefits of that hard work. And that's something I really enjoy about people from Garner. They're very um, humble people, hardworking, proud. Um, I think, you know, you take people who have been successful and left Garner, they come back. And you see them giving back to the town, giving back to the community. Um, kind of going back to what we talked about, about the greatness of Garner event, we gave a trophy to the winning school, which in this this time happened to be Garner Magnet High School. And we created a, to- a trophy called uh, the Water Tower Trophy. And that was kind of in honor of um, Scotty McQuarrie made a song yeah. called It's the Water Tower Town. And uh, we want to honor that. And, that. and so we think this is a proud town. And we're so glad to be a part of that community. And I've been around Wake County and Garner's one of the elite um, towns in the in the municipalities, one of the elite municipalities in the Raleigh area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there, you know, have you been surprised by anything about the community? <clears throat> I mean, you, you did know yeah. it pretty well, but has it, or maybe has it changed in the, yeah. in the 12 years or 10 yeah, years? Yeah, good, good point. It has um, rapid growth. Um, when I was here in the early parts of 2000, um, there were only a few kind of places to go eat or a few places to hang out. And as time has gone by, with White Oak Shopping Center starting small, and then next thing you know, there's all those places across the street, and then you start seeing a lot of people you don't recognize. Um, that's been a lot of rapid growth. Um, I think. The love that's starting to pour our way is starting to feel really good. It's starting to uh, have the really good feeling of the Garner people embrace South Garner. And we try to represent the town well. And I've been really pleasantly pleased with uh, their embracing of a new school. So it's been a long time since I've been in high school. And, um, you know, but I do remember high school can be a challenging time for young people. Time, you know, a lot of trying to figure out who you are. A lot of anxieties and and uh, you know self discovery and stuff and and today uh, probably th- more than ever with with social media and everything. What are one of the, some of the things you're seeing as as particular challenges for young people these days? Well, you hit it on the head. I think um, young people struggle with a lot of things that I think maybe we did as young people, but they're just exposed to so much more. Um, social media. High definition TV, Instagram, you know, all these things 
make all this information accessible to them um, so rapidly that it's a lot for a young person to handle. It's a fast-moving world in 2019. Um, as a young person, you know, we were reading magazines or you know, waiting. The TV actually went off when I was young. Like the, at some point, the TV went off. Like yeah. it's time to go to bed, and um, that doesn't happen anymore. Nothing goes off now, yeah. and so cell phones. My goodness, like they they have powerful computers in their hand now, walking around, and so it would have been unimaginable. Certainly unimaginable. to me, absolutely. When I was in high school, absolutely. <clears throat> and so these things put a lot of pressure on young people. Um, to try to keep up with their peers, with where they think they should be, their images that are shot for them, their images that are put in front of them. And so as a result, um, they do have some anxiety. They do have some stressors that we as the people who love them, the adults in their lives, have to help help them to navigate. Yeah, yeah. Is, I mean, has that changed the way that teachers are, are trained nowadays? Because that is just a, you know, it's a totally different way of having to, relate to and empathize with young people than, you know, our, my teachers. Absolutely. No, um, teachers have such difficult jobs now. And, and for that matter, so do the counselors, the assistant principal, the principals, um, clerical, everybody in the building, our jobs become really tough because as a teacher now, you can't just teach math. Like if you're a math teacher, you don't have the luxury of just going in a room teaching math. It starts with you got to build relationships. And so more so now than I think in the past, you have to get to know children. You have to get to know the whole child. They deal with a lot of social and emotional difficulties. And if you don't navigate those, they're not going to be successful at math. And so teachers, counselors, administrators are tasked with teaching to the whole child. Do they have enough to eat or to get enough sleep, water, food, clothing? Um, how are they feeling socially, emotionally? Is the environment safe? Safe? Um, did the child feel comfortable with who they are and math? And so That's it's so much to put on that. It is. It really is. We do provide them with a lot of training. Yeah. Um, but I just would implore anybody who has any type of uh, power or knowledge that legislatively we could never pay our teachers enough and never give them enough support or love because they work with our future and their job is exponentially tougher and so I'm really proud of the group that we have here but to answer your question it's a much tougher job um, I'm sure it was tough at all times but it's exponentially tough now yeah uh, you know statistically or just even anecdotally are we seeing more teacher burnout partly as a result of, of all I definitely think so I, I I'm no expert on this yeah. but all the commentary that I read all the documents I read all point towards teacher shortages in the future yeah. I know as a person who's building a brand new staff it is more and more difficult to find high quality staff to fill positions because they're just not people are just not going to industry due to lack of salary, lack of respect, and the, the demands. When you finish your day, you still got a lot to do. If you're an English paper teacher, you got papers to grade, you got an interim, you got parents to call, you got to update um, software, power school with their grades. It's a lot of work, and it's it's tough. It's really tough, and I am I do believe that more and more teachers are burning out, 
getting more tired, take more days to try to compensate for the difficulty. Are there things that the community, uh, you mentioned, you know, uh, advocating to, to the legislators and people who make the decisions, control the purse strings. <clears throat> Are there um, other things that a community can do to, to support both teachers and students better? That is awesome. You know, there's a lot. Um, great question. You know, being a part of Business Alliance is helpful because that provides a lot of avenues for a group that's already working hard to provide um, future opportunities for our students. Also, to provide funding um, to help them with things that we may need that school may not be able to purchase um, for our students with our allocated dollars. Those always help. You cannot give teachers enough love. Like I'm actually um, building a room here at our school that is dedicated for teacher wellness. And um, it's in the early phases. But it's my goal as, with our team to create a room that will help address the wellness of teachers. What does that look like? What's that going to So be? my dream, um, if I can pull it off, will be a tranquil environment um, that has a color scheme that fits tranquility, um, classical music, quietly playing, um, the sound of peaceful noises, be it nature or water, snacks, of course. Everybody loves a good snack in the middle of the day. Um, one of my dreams is a massage chair where, it, you know, not, not a person whose job it is to massage you in the chair, but the chair automatically gives you a massage, um, kind of like at the spa right. or that type of thing. And I'm brainstorming with some people in the school, but I really want to make it a place where for a teacher or administrator or staff member, then in the middle of a the day, they can go to this room, take a load off for a little while, relax, recharge their batteries, get a snack, get a cup of coffee. Um, my wife's in the um, business world. She works out in RTP, and a lot of the great things they do for her, she can go get a cup of coffee for free and a sandwich or something in these rooms. So we just don't have that luxury at schools. Yeah. That's something I want to create for our student, for our staff. We also have a gentleman here who works out with our staff members after school. They do some physical uh, working out and try to get a load off that way as well. So there's some things I want to do to try to help the wellness of our staff. Um, I think that brings us pretty close to an end. Are there other things you wanted to to touch on that you don't think we, we talked about? Um, you know, I, if, I, if I just stopped you in the grocery store and said, you know, what's the one thing you're most proud of at, about South Garner High? What would you I, say? It's pretty, to be honest, it's just, to be where we are now. When you are elected to be principal of a brand new school in, in Wake County, it is the ultimate uh, opportunity. When you're hired, um, I don't know if everybody knows this, when they start school off, they hire you, the board names you the principal, and it's just you. Like you don't have a single staff member. And um, for me, for example, they pull you out of your current position and they usually give you six months to get ready for the brand new opening school. And it's just you. And so I remember those days. Um, they that actually put terrifying. Me, it, 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 it is terrifying. <laughs> and it really is. I remember they gave me an office here at Garner Magnet. Yeah. And Garner Magnet was in session. And you just start from scratch. You don't have a, a clerical member. You don't have a, 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 you haven't ordered paper clip yet, a stapler. You don't have a copy machine. You don't have anything. 
And so to start with the assistant, to start hiring teachers, ordering copy paper, copiers, books, calculators, band equipment, uniforms, uh, you name it, sewing machines, to to have been at that humble beginning where we had no school colors, no mascot, no four E's, no three A's, um, and to see where we are now where it's beginning to replicate itself. Our students are starting to wear um, Titan gear all the time. People are starting to, I start seeing little chants, bleed purple, bleed platinum, the pride starting to build. I wouldn't trade that opportunity for anything. It's been a wonderful opportunity to go from our humble beginnings um, of a concept, an idea, a thought, to actual tangible um, experiences and so I am so proud of where we've come so far where we've done it with integrity and done it in the right way and I'm equally excited about where we're going great well thank you for joining us principal Brewington and thank you for hosting us here at this lovely school we are uh, going to wrap up this episode of Garner Station uh, you can catch it on uh, this episode and others on our YouTube channel um, slash town of Garner you can look for us uh, you can also listen to the podcast, the audio, um, you know, where you, wherever you get your podcasts, really. Um, so that is it, and we thank you again. We appreciate it. Appreciate what you're doing for the community and, and our kids. Thank you our so much. People. Awesome. Glad to be a part. Thank you. Thanks.